babe, just because you're bored, that does not mean you go masturbate. Mm, not really true. Hold that thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black women, I just want to let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. Motherfucker! What's up with it? Hey guys, this is Meg and Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. And it's your boy Gregory K. What's happening, baby? And welcome to Get It Together Podcast, where our mission is to provide black love entertainment, relationship advice, and discuss taboo topics to help grow healthy families. Yes, sir. So let's get into it. So let's start with our self-care check-in. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel actually really good today. Um, I very long shift on the day before. Mm-hmm. So I was very tired, but today I got a chance to rest a little bit, got up, did some things. I feel good. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. so we'll, I'm going to start this new thing where we reflect on each other as a partner each week. So we're going to start grading ourselves. Ooh. So when I say grade, I mean, give yourself an A, B, C, D, or F as far as how well you've done as a being a partner to what me. Am I, what am I, middle so school? So maybe, maybe you guys can actually start doing this in your relationships as well to be able to reflect on how you're doing for the um, towards the other person. So A means is 90 and above. You're pretty much excellent. And then B, you know, 90 and below. 90 80, to 80. 80. 89 to 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Jesus. that. Obviously, okay. Obviously, I only got A's. So I don't even know what the next <laughs> letters were. <laughs> but, yes. <laughs> so, for you, what grade would you give yourself as give, far as last week? How well did you do as being a partner to me? i give myself a B. I feel like I've, I'm starting to, ma- not master. I was about to say mastered. I'm starting to get the whole love language of physical touchdown just a little bit more. I feel like I was very touchy, handsy, filly last week. I think it's because I was at my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And it might be the reason why, because I just was so all romantic, wanted to like hug you and love on you. And it got to the point where you were kind of like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye, get off me. But I was like, you you like this all the time. Yeah. But I guess whatever. I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, okay. Got to go fine. back to being cold hearted, I guess. <laughs> Yes. I mean, physical, <laughs> physical touch. That's, that's a good thing. However, my number one love language is quality time, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. So we can probably increase the quality time. <laughs> I increased quality time. I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. But I mean, that's what you grade yourself. So I can't, can't complain. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> self-care check for me. So I'm doing pretty well today. I had a very long weekend. I was in a dry needling course, so it was very, very intensive, long hours, but it turned out to be very well. It just felt like I've been working for about 14 days now, so that's kind of been a drag. And uh, overall, I pretty much have pretty high energy today. It's right. been a really good a really good day, so no complaints there. Okay. And then, so grading myself as far as how well I've been as a partner to you. I will give myself a... C minus. Mm. And really because last week I had very, very low energy, meaning that 
I really think I've been doing very well, like in the B plus A range, probably since we moved here and just trying to overachieve as a wife. And after traveling last week, I pretty much didn't do much around the house. I was very much trying to recover from that. And I just was, yeah, definitely. I just feel like I was not really paying attention to anything that you needed. Mm. I really just wanted to sleep. I was like sleeping, trying to go to work and different things. I mean, it's fine. It's just that, so yeah, I would say C minus. I'm okay with that. It's not like that's Mm going to be my grade as a wife for our lifespan, but <laughs> you're, definitely, you're definitely a plus all the time. So it's okay. But you want to know what I, I, I feel like I got over the jet lag. Cause remember I told you I was at work and mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good. Like after we came back from Houston, cause I was just like so tired. I feel like I got over mines quicker than yours. Like I got over mine literally the day after I got off work because mm-hmm. I work at a job where we're there 24 hours. So you sleep after 10 o'clock, you're in the bed, like waiting on a call. So I feel like me being able to go to like be somewhere where I could rest mm-hmm. made me go, oh, okay, I'm not just at a job where I have to do something all day and make myself look busy. I can actually like, take time to sit down or whatnot because I definitely took a couple naps. Yeah. <laughs> I was tired. All my co- coworkers was like, you, don't, you do not look like you're all right. I said, I'm really tired <laughs> for some reason. I don't feel it. I, mean, I am like, exhausted. Yes. Okay. Well, now that makes sense. So let's get into our next segment where it's Greg, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> so this is Yitty. where Greg's going to highlight <laughs> all of the hot topics that are going on on these internets and what's happening in the streets pretty much. In these streets, baby. Tatting <laughs> streets. <laughs> so let us know what's happening. All right. So first I want to start off with on Greg's what's happening. President Biden appoints Taraji P. Henson and Chris Paul to HBCU Advisory Board. What? Okay. So it says the White House has announced that Taraji P. Henson and Chris Paul are among the nine, let me see, the nine men and women President Biden has appointed to the President's Board of Advisors on Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Basically, this means that this, like, board is, like, tasked to, like, I'm saying, like, just like you, like, like, Mm. like, (laughs) This board is tasked to, you know, talk about funding for HBCUs, like direct certain uh, students and well, all students, not just certain students, but direct students into the positive trend of going to these HBCUs and, you know, show them that there are easier ways to do these things and that and that things. There's a lot. There's they have so many different tasks, so much is just funding, so much is just advertisement, just trying to get HBCUs on a different level uh, to get attendance better, to make sure that uh, these students are getting like in the right classes and everything. And really it's the funding part, mm-hmm. which is another topic of reason why the t- the comments that people were giving are going to the funding, but it doesn't pertain to HBCUs because I was like, whenever you get like a topic like this, everybody kind of goes uh, positive and negative. And every time somebody goes to a negative, I always like, well guys, think of it this way. Think of it this way in my head. Or I'll be like, think of it this way. Devil's advocate. But one comment struck the entire comment section. Cause I actually like, got on Shade Room, like Shade Room popped up and I was actually one of the, I think the first like 100 people to, I guess, like it was 100 likes already. So I was like, oh, I'm one of the first people to see this out of the 100, I guess. And one comment struck everything because I went back to it and it literally was like a thousand people like already under there saying, yeah, yeah. They say, yeah, that's fine. We can talk about funding for HBCUs and all that, but uh, what about these student loans, Biden? What's going on, President Biden? (laughs) And I was sitting there like, you, what? You, 
yeah, yeah, what about these student loans? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not mad about that one. <laughs> Literally. What about these student loans? What about these you promise? <laughs> you got an office, Biden. What's going on, man? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, that's that's great. I feel like, especially because Chris Paul's on there. No, but so that's the only reason why you're saying is great. But also, I just thought about with funding HBCU, sometimes I feel a little weary about that because I'm a graduate of an HBCU, Lynx University, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, the smaller HBCUs like us, we are not on that list. Lots of times, the funding goes to the Howards, the Spellmans. Yeah, that's true. The Morehouses. But this is why... Oh, I'm sorry. Which really don't need that much funding at this point in time compared to other like smaller HBCUs, like the Langston's, the Paul Quinn's, that mm-hmm. really could use more funding and more publicity to, as far as getting support for those colleges. So that's why I just I just feel like it's great, but... I would like to see there be an emphasis on HBCUs that aren't as commercialized right. as the other ones. Not that there's anything but bad you know, about that's that. Why I like great. Her, but that's why I like, I, see, I don't know where Taraji P. Henson's work is. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she's doing I like tremendous work. Howard. Okay. But I, I feel oh, like I've heard that. If Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. I really don't know. Well, I, I was going to say, I feel like Chris, Chris Paul, I like his name being in that whole bin because he does look out for a lot of HBCUs because he... He wears a lot of HBCU apparel to all his games. He'll wear it out in public. You know, he'll go to these HBCUs. These oh, yeah, I think he had a Langston he shirt on before. He had Lang- no, he did. He had yeah, a, he went to that. one of his games. He had a Langston whole, like, outfit on. And I was yes, like, Yes, wow. yes, I did see that. There's, like, you know, there's a college called Cheney University of Pennsylvania. You ever heard of it? Yes. What is it? What is it? What is it? Is it an HBCU? Okay, but what, what like, how is it associated with HBCUs? How? How? Tell me how. Okay, I don't know all that. All right, I'll tell you why. It's the very first HBCU ever. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Oh my gosh, she thinks I'm attacking her. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm, I'm saying because that. it's like if you're going to promote HBCUs, go to the very start. Like this college is very, very small. This HBCU is extremely small, but it's the very first one. It was, um, it was discovered on February 25th, uh, 1837. It was the mm-hmm. very first black college ever. So if you gonna promote black colleges like you know the Howards, the Morehouse, like you said, the the Southerns, the Jackson States, the all those Prairie View A and M, like Prairie View A and M has their own TV show right now yeah. on CW. If you're going to promote these colleges, go to the smaller ones. Go to Cheney University of Pennsylvania and like actually go there and fund them, mm-hmm. give them these things. You know, so I feel like Langston is kind of jumping up a little bit, y'all. You know, that's cool. I mean, yeah, kind of big. That I went with y'all. Lizzo did with the Langston man and stuff. So there, there, it has definitely has been getting more. I would say respect. I feel like y'all belong in the swag. But I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like y'all, y'all have a big I enough truly school. I believe that. I went to their homecoming and the space y'all have in the back where the stadium is. I was like, bro, y'all could build. Stadium back there. It's so much space yeah, back there. It is facts. so much space back there. I was like, y'all can literally blow out that that back, that visitor side, and like make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. But we need the funding to do that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah I do. And then so. y'all, yeah, didn't y'all like win every game last year too? I don't follow the football like that. I I'll, didn't even follow them. So here's the ba- <laughs> I, I'm gonna get to the rest of my part. Here's confused. the bad part. I went to her college and found out that her school was undefeated and she didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I don't follow the football team. I, oh, yeah. wow. That's not why I went to HBCU. Wow. Fields for football, I went uh, to PWI. <laughs> so. <Wow. laughs> but love, Lakes and Lions. Woohoo! 
Next. So anyways, the house, <laughs> the house passes the Moore Act to federally decriminalize marijuana. So we're going to stay into the whole politics part. So uh, the House has officially passed the Moore Act. This bill, sponsored by Democrat Republican Jerry Nadler of New York, will prevent federal agencies from denying federal workers security clearances for cannabis use, according to CNN. It will also allow the Veterans Administration to uh, recommend medical marijuana to veterans living with several issues, which include post-traumatic stress disorder. In addition, it will support revenue by authorizing a sales tax on marijuana sales. Woo! That was a tongue, a tongue twist. I was getting it though. That was that was good I, though. I mean, yeah. yeah, but next time, breathe. Breathe. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot, but I, I it's like I, it's like I, I like that one, but I don't like it mm-hmm. because I like the fact that they finally are saying, hey, you know, this isn't crack cocaine, this isn't meth. <laughs> so that like research study scientific study has shown that yeah it's like it's kind of, it's not like alcohol but you shouldn't be like smoking alcohol and driving is more dangerous yeah alcohol is more dangerous <laughs> but i'm saying but it's like you could still get in a wreck with marijuana too like mm-hmm. you can with alcohol and stuff so i can understand the dui and stuff like that but it's not like all those other crazy narcotics and drugs so i'm glad that they're finally saying hey you know what let's you know tone it down but what I don't like that the negative side is, is the fact that there are young, there are not, not young anymore. There are black men and women and there are Hispanic men and women. People of are, color. People of color. I'm so sorry. That are locked up, that are in behind bars because they were caught with possession of marijuana. And we're not just talking about like a few years ago. We're talking about like in the 90s, mm-hmm. in the 80s, and they have been in jail since. Yes. They, I'm talking about they're serving 20, 30 sentences because they got caught with a dime bag of marijuana. So if you're going to change something and commercialize and commercialize it, you might as well go ahead and do what's right and get those people out of jail. You've already taken half of their life away, so you might as well do what's right if you're going to decriminalize marijuana. Because at first, it was the whole aspect of them uh, like talking smack about Snoop Dogg and downing him and saying he's just a weed head. Now, he basically be high doing everything he does. And people are like, oh, it's just Snoop Dogg. So if you're going to do that, if you're going to commercialize this, you might as well like do your, like, what, what am I trying to say? Undo your wrongs and do what's right and yes. get those people out of jail that are serving like real federal time for having possession of marijuana from the 90s. That's the 90s. Funny. Not two years ago. The 90s. Mm-hmm. The well 80s. Said. I agree. I have yes. nothing else to say. Yeah. So I got one more thing and I'm going to be done. So I just would like to say really quick. We know that y'all listen to about five or six podcasts like uh, like other than ours. So we know y'all watch CNN, y'all be on y'all phones, y'all be on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. So I'm pretty sure, pretty sure y'all have already seen Will Smith, Chris Rock, and J.D. Pickett Smith news. We're tired of it. We're not about to talk about it. I'm going nope. to give it the time of day for the, the next five seconds. And I'm just going to say that we're not covering it because we want to shine some light that happened at the Oscars that didn't get the light it deserved because of what happened. So guess what happened to one of our... Favorite actors. What? Samuel L. Jackson got an honorary Oscar, his very first Oscar ever. Oh, yeah. So it's a good and a bad to it, though, because the the all my topics have a good and bad. So the bad is, why does it feel like they're just not giving it to him for no reason? Yeah, he's been in the game for a very long time. Very long Very time. talented. 
too. Like he has done very serious roles. Like Pulp I, Fiction. I'm that, pretty sure. I love that movie. I'm pretty sure Coach Carter was Oscar Terrace. Like absolutely, that's Oscar material. That in Lakeview Terrace. Oh, Oscar. Oh my god, that's such an, an amazing movie he did. I thought he was so creepy. Oh my god. <laughs> and the I, I, I don't know if you've ever seen The Negotiator. It's like an early 90s. Maybe. Oh, my God. Me and my dad. My dad. I, I don't even think my dad remembers this. I remember him, like, I waking up early, like, as a five-year-old. I wake up in my parents' room, and my dad is, like, literally, like, leaning on the bed. He's watching The Negotiator. He doesn't realize I'm up, so I'm just watch, watching The Negotiator with him. Like, top-notch. And he was on Kong Skull Island as a serious role. Mm-hmm. Top-notch. Yeah. He killed it. He should have been had an Oscar. I think they view him as a comedian. They like literally they view him as a comedic actor instead of an actual just actor. But they need to realize that he started off his career as in serious acting. He didn't start off as a comedian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad that Unc did. And whoever who best to give it to him, Uncle Denzel. Yeah. And they acted like two uncles that at a barbecue that ain't never haven't seen each other in like three or four years. <laughs> they were just hugging and laughing on set. They were like whispering in each other's ear. And they was going, oh, <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> shut, shut, shut your ass up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just want to thank y'all for this award and all that. And I'm I'm just like, wow, y'all are, oh, y'all are too that. much. Yeah, I love it too. So uh, that's awesome. Well, Very congratulations to, to Samuel Jackson. Yes. Well deserved. Well deserved. Finally. All right. So Let's get into the meat of the conversation. Let's so, get it. Uh, our next segment is Taboo Topic of the Day. And uh, the reason that we really want to uh, have this segment that's going to be secure in our show now is that we feel like it's really important to really discuss things that really nobody feels like they want to talk about. Uh, a lot of times for us in our relationship, we have very, very deep conversation about everything all the time. And, uh, we've been able to grow by listening to other people have those types of conversations all and see time. how they work through it. So it sometimes it's uncomfortable, but I mean, we're very comfortable in who we are solid in our relationship. I love it. And uh, yeah, I think that we're at the point in time where we are strong enough and ready to really get into some things that. Nobody really feels like they want to discuss. So, with that being said, today, well, not today, about two weeks ago, Greg sent me the social media post mm. that stated this, just <laughs> because you bored, that does not mean you go masturbate. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> and so when he sent me that, I was very confused. I said, is he... Is he trying to tell me something? <laughs> she thought it was like a secret or something. I was like, you I was know in me there. Though. I was just like, why did he send me this? And so I, I had to ask you, is this something that you struggle with or deal with? Is this like something that's relatable to you? It's not a struggle. It just happens. <laughs> it's all the time. Well, I mean, yeah. How does it relate to you in your life? Because when you be gone, I just be in the house. I binge watch my shows. I be off. I clean, wash dishes, did everything. I worked out all that stuff. So now that I'm sitting here, it's like, I've done all that and it's like 1230 and you probably don't get out till like three, four o'clock. I just sit here like, huh, <laughs> I could watch live TV. There's nothing on. I could just really just masturbate real quick and take a nap. 
And that's what happens. But you looked, I know you looked under the comment section. I know you saw those comments under that post. Oh I sent yeah, you. definitely. Come on now. There was, whenever I saw that post, I went to the comment section. There are probably about 5,000 comments on this where people were saying, oh, I absolutely just do this. Oh, of course. And they were saying, no, you do masturbate just because you're bored. What are you talking about? Majority and so of many people were disagreeing. I sat there. I said, wait, what? This, That's a real thing. Just because you're bored, you go and masturbate. Okay, it was so- just an eye-opening thing to me let me let me put it this way remember when i um i told you the reason why i used to be kind of big my fatty fat 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 fatty fat 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 300 yes. pound days yes. when i used to be really big gosh that's a lot of weight that is a lot of weight <laughs> i i say 300 pounds but i really was like 295 but i always say 300 i always say i'm 300. sorry i didn't mean to laugh no yes you did but- <laughs> i always say 300 <laughs> I always say, I look good now. I don't care. <laughs> I look good. And, I, and I'm still losing weight, so I'm not worried about laughing. You laughing at all of the big people that's watching. And she's she laughing at y'all. Oh, my goodness. She tried to play me. That's why. Continue your point. <laughs> it's just like being a, a big person, especially, you know, coming from a family that um, back in the day, we were very fortunate that, you know, once we got a little older, my parents were able to have like really great jobs. Like my dad had a great secure job. My mom had a great secure job. Um, so we always had food in the house. Um, you go to your grandparents' house, always snacks, and you're bored. Imagine it's summertime. Well, okay, I ain't gonna say high school. I'm talking about my adult life when I was living with my parents. So imagine seeing me, I'm 20 years old, being in my body. It's summertime, you off work, ain't nothing to do. You ain't got no girlfriend. <laughs> you ain't got no gym membership yet, uh, ship yet because you don't realize that you can go work out. Your mom is gone. Your dad's gone. Your uh, brother, your, your, not brothers, your sisters are gone. Everybody's out the house or at school or doing something. So you have the entire day to do nothing. So you decide, I'm going to take a, a relaxed day. You do that. And then out of nowhere, you're just like, I'm hungry. Let me go eat. Boom. You eat. You eat your first meal. Done. Two hours later, I'm hungry. And then it becomes a habit of I'm hungry. So now you're, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and you're dipping into your nephew's um, uh, um, um, fruit snacks that he, that he has when he comes over to your mom and dad's house to spend the night. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really is a thing like binge. Are eating. you talking about masturbating or eating? Eating. Okay. No, I'm saying, but it, re- no, no, I'm no, 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 no. I'm being real. I'm like, it's relating because it's like binge eating because you're just eating. Cause it's just there. You're mm-hmm. eating cause you're bored. It's nothing to do. You have nothing to do with your life. You're just eating. That's the reason why it becomes a habit of just eating because you become the process. I have nothing to do. I just eat. I'm just going to fill my stomach up. So masturbation is the same way for a lot of people. Like you just be bored. You just sit in the house. There's nothing to do. It's hot. It's not even hot. Let's say it's like 12, 13 degrees outside. It's cold. Uh, Nowhere to go. You just decide to, (laughs) but that's just like, okay. That's just like drinking. People do the same thing with drinking. There's nothing to do. So what they do, pop, pop a six pack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, I, I can see, I can see that definitely. Cause she didn't think I had scientific facts behind it. I truly was not sure where you were. She was not ready for it. All of that description of being bored to eat. (laughs) But, but I mean, I just think that. Obviously, there's different reasons of why people go to masturbate. I mean, for me, it's it's always been, okay, this is like, you know, you, they say like your nightcap to go to sleep. So okay, cool. whenever whenever you're not home, I definitely go and get my beautiful rose that was gifted to me Jesus by who bought, my husband. Who bought, who bought that rose? Yes. Why, and why do I say, why do I always got to say that? 
Um, I don't know if you're jealous of the rose or not. I ain't jealous of Rob. I I'd break that thing. I ain't and jealous if you of don't know what the rose I ain't jealous. is, if you don't know what the rose is, you've probably been living under a leaf or rock right now. I do more. Because uh just FYI, sisters, get you a rose. It's honestly the thing that will change your life. I he bought this for me, which is so funny because he acts like he is somewhat jealous of the rose yeah, and jealous of the rose it has it's amazing it's so cute it's very like nice and a petite it's a cute nice little red colors and there's so many different other colors of it as well and it yeah, has knows more colors of it. you did your research on segments it. <laughs> well now i see it all over the place on social media but there's literally multiple settings on there and inside the little hole part of the rose that's literally where you put your clitoris and you can put it on different vibrations whatever you like to get you there. And I truly, that thing is a life changer. It truly is. It's there's never been a toy like it. (laughs) Never. And the reason I feel like it just does so, so well, as far as like on the consumer market is because it's pretty. It's a cute, it's a cute little sex toy. I give it that. It it's kind of cute. It is. I, if you, I, it, I it's it one of the ones it's that cute. you would walk by if you saw it sitting by someone's nightstand. You would not think anything of it because it's just so aesthetically pleasing. Kind of looks like a perfume bottle if you just like. Yeah, it walk does. By. Literally. So it's honestly, yeah. My, I bet not come to your advice. house to see no rose just sitting out because in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like. So you're not going to put that up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So that's my advice. Get your rose. But, okay. So let's see. As far as you and just your bored masturbation kind of thing, what is your process? You know, what if you're bored, obviously I'm not here. What is is the thing that you do to, I mean, what does it look like? What does the whole scenario look like? Because I'm not here. Making it seem like this sounds like a sound make it sound like it's a bad thing. <laughs> the way you make it. Not it's a bad thing. I it's really not. No. <laughs> so the one thing I would like to I I I would like to put out there is um, when you leave, I'm very productive. As you know, I I do be out and about. So when there is nothing to do, no, when there is really nothing to do, and like I've washed dishes, I've done all that, I'll say, you know what, let me just. So just masturbate, you know, just relax my body. <laughs> but you, but it relaxes your body, right? But so instead of just being so tense, not knowing what to do, you're like, might as well just do this and relax, just be bored. So what I'll do is I'll just I'll pull my phone out, I'll pull up a porn site, I'll say Bang Bros. I'll pull up Bang Bros. Bang, Bang Bros. Bros is it, first of all, pull up a free porn site. I got nothing against people that have OnlyFans, you know, that want their subscribers or people that sell their Snapchat um, um, chats and all that stuff. I got nothing against y'all, but I'm not about to pay for anything. That's, no, not with all this free porn out there. Um, you go to a free site, you watch something, uh, you find you something, and you just do your thing. Okay, so that that is interesting. So speaking of porn, I, for me, I, when I met Greg, I remember one of the first things that he told me was that he watched porn. And I just, I never really thought anything of it because I really had never been with anyone who's actually like said that out loud, but obviously like it's very, very common. Mostly I, I think the majority of the world watches porn. I guess mm-hmm. I just don't because he was talking about this site, Bang Bros, and I had never even heard of it until he showed me what it was or just, he really gave me a whole, it was a whole night where it was a full on well, pornology education. No, 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 no. <laughs> Twitter. Well, so yes. I, so because because uh, I have a Twitter, and the thing is, 
it's like certain sites, like certain sites, certain uh, accounts I follow, they just like post stuff. And I'd be like, why are they posting that? So it just became normal to me now. So I just open up my Twitter. I'd be like, oh, look, such, such and such got traded from the Texans. Oh, look, uh, the president is doing this. Up, oh, that's a butthole. Oh, look, uh, Twitter is announcing this. Yeah. <laughs> I just be like, I, you know, it's just, it's normal now. It's so easily accessible now. Yeah. And in some ways, do you, I kind of think like how, how does that affect people in life? Like so, how does that, because I mean, porn addiction is a real thing. It really is. So there's a negative and a positive. So the, I would like to say the positive is, of course, I have uh, the view of you're my wife. Me and you talk about every single thing. So I'm going to tell you every deep desire, every deep detail of my sexual life, every deep detail of my personal life, my mental life, anything that goes through my mind, in my mind, out my mind, I'm going to tell you. So if I'm me watching porn, I don't want you to ever think that it's an addiction or a problem because an addiction is when you got to run, hide and do it. When you got to pay for things, you got to hide the credit card bills. No. I say, hey, babe, you know, you you come in, you're like, hey, babe, what you doing? Oh, nothing, just chilling. Oh, what did you do today? Oh, I just played game a little bit. Went out, worked out, went to my, go visit family, go went do this, do that. Then I say, oh, yeah, before you came home, I masturbated. Literally. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, in, in the sense, you, you say the same, like, literally, like, sometimes I'll come home from, like, literally off of um, working a 24-hour shift, and I say, hey, babe, how's it going? And you'll be talking, talking about what you watched that night and how you slept, and you're like, oh, yeah, and I use my rose. And I'm like, oh, okay. So Because it's normal. It's just like, so, you went to, you you used it as a yeah, nightcap. Yeah, but... No, no, that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, but I'm saying, but you're talking about that's masturbation, not... I didn't say that I watched porn and then use my rose. Well, yeah. So I think there's a difference in that. Because I feel like there is a healthy and an unhealthy way to... Have relationship with porn. Well, the and, unhealthy uh, way is just not not announcing it to, to the person that you love or not saying it when you have to hide it. When yeah, you have to run around the corner about it. Well, well, I have some. I did a little bit of research, so we'll get into some actual facts about what the unhealthy mm -hmm. relationship is with it, and then uh, give your insight into that. So okay. we'll be right back after this really quick break. Pay some bills, and we back. Yes. So my question for you, okay, if we're thinking about a porn addiction, how would you in your mind define that? Mm. And do you feel like you've ever gone back and forth as far as struggling with having an unhealthy relationship with porn? So, so back in the day growing up, I would like to say that there were, of course, as a teenager, it's, it's, you still trying to struggle of knowing your body, how it's working. Are you happy? When did you first start watching porn? I started watching oh, every every teenage boy. Today, they probably start watching porn in middle school. I started watching porn when I was probably younger than that. Middle school? How old was middle school? Was that no, eight? middle school was like no, I'll say like 13, 13, 14. I but I would accidentally see it on like late night when I would be like trying to sleep as like a, in elementary school. And I'm like, oh, there it is. And I just, okay, it's so like seven years old. Yeah, like <laughs> it would just be on like the, the movie channels. And I'm like, oh, okay, but it's the soft stuff. It oh, was nothing. yeah, that BT After Dark used to come on. We're not talking about BT After Dark. That's not... <laughs> we. Just, I don't know. I think that's it. See, you, you can tell she's never watched porn. <laughs> I was like, that's not, that's not porn. But anyway, no, it, it's... <laughs> Wait, you're talking. Wait, there's actually porn on TV. Yeah, yes, the the movie channels like not not. I don't think HBO ever really had it, but I know it was always like Stars and Showtime. But it would be like late, like eleven thirty at night, twelve o'clock, like uh -huh. one. It'll go all the way to certain times in the morning. 
So you, it'll be on. So as a younger child, I would see this and, uh, I would just notice like, Oh, okay, well, uh, I'm watching it now, whatever. So I didn't know what it was though. I would just see it, but I wouldn't like go, Oh, fascinating. I just knew like, Oh, that's a lady's boobs. That's a, that's whatever. But you would all like in those type of porns, you would only see a lady's boobs. You would never see nothing else. They wouldn't show you a penis. They wouldn't show you the vagina. They wouldn't show nothing. Mm -hmm. So now you're in middle school. Now you have access to the internet and because you have access to the internet, because you're doing like projects and stuff. So your parents are just saying, Hey, yeah, go use the computer to do this and that you have access. So you would just search random stuff up. And of course, black, young black boys are talking in middle school. So they're like talking to each other about, yeah, I seen this and I did this and that. So of course your curiosity goes, I want to see this. I want to know what this is. I want to know what they're talking about. What is a, what is a blow job? What is, you know, stuff like that. What is, what is getting head, all that stuff. So you search this in middle school and then it becomes a thing. So now you're like on the cusp of like, this is bad, but this is good. Cause you're, you're hitting puberty. So me as a child, my mom was always like, all right, I gotta watch what you gotta watch. The, uh, I gotta watch what you watching tonight. I gotta watch what you, uh, watching on the internet. And I just got caught one time, not in the act, but I got caught watching. Like literally I had, like I was in my Ooh. school. Yeah. By oh, your mom? By, by, yeah, by, yeah, by, Ooh. by, 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 <laughs> by <laughs> Minister Harris. Oh yes. I got caught in the act. <laughs> she caught me. I was like, dang. Like, Did you get a whooping? Oh yeah. She definitely, well, she didn't <laughs> whoop me. She, she, she jacked me up a little bit. Oh. She was like, are you watching this? You should be watching this. You gonna get a virus. They gonna take you to jail. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I could go to jail <laughs> for this. <laughs> I can go to jail for this. <laughs> oh I didn't understand. God. I knew what he, I knew what she was talking about, but I didn't understand at the time. But um, I definitely was getting um, the whole aspect of okay, this is good, but it's bad. But it's good, but it's bad. So but you I, wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted to because I I didn't know because you know when you tell somebody you can't have that at all, it makes your mind go. Yeah, but also you wanted more because it, it felt good to watch it. And also I was a virgin. I wasn't getting any. So That's real. Did you say that you learned about sex through watching porn? Yes. I learned what sex was through watching porn. I learned the definition of sex, but I didn't learn the ins and out of sex. I learned just what sex was. Like, oh, a, a woman moans. Oh, a penis goes this way, or you go hard, or you go soft, or blah, blah, blah. I didn't know the whole pleasure aspect. That's probably what I should have said. I, don't, I didn't know the pleasure aspect through porn. I just knew mm -hmm. that this is what happens. You're supposed to pull hair, uh, smack ass. Uh, girl is supposed to squirt. I, that's, I thought all that was supposed to happen. Yeah. And that is one of the negative effects of porn. It will deter your mind to what the realistic goal is of yeah. know, sex, sex and all that. So, yeah. so I just want to give the definition of porn addiction okay. and really just like there, I did a couple of research and there's a site that kind of gave a few details as far as how you would know if you actually have porn addiction. So if you're unable to stop viewing pornography or spending more time on the internet, despite other people's attempts to try to communicate with you, mm. that's one of the things that will show that, okay, you might be addicted to it. If you're experiencing cravings to view more and more of it, um, if you're losing large periods of your time throughout the day and you feel like you're wasting your day due to wanting to view porn and viewing porn all day. Um, another big one is if you lo lose interest in real sex. Sure. Or start having unrealistic expectations of 
beauty causing you to lose interest in your partner. And then another big one was just like losing money due to paying mm-hmm. for pornography websites and going into fi- having financial difficulties. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the big things that really the um, therapists define as having actual porn addiction. Mm-hmm. So with what you were saying, as far as just being a child going through that and getting to the place where you become of age as now an adult male, mm-hmm. do you feel like you tussled with maybe being addicted to it no, or not absolutely well me my personal body absolutely not there are people that do but me absolutely not because i'm not about to spend if i gotta spend an hour to search for the right video i i've seen that that tweet uh on twitter before where people's like well, you gotta send spend. babe no i'm not like i i'm really not like okay. that hold but on wait. hold what 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 so you said what? if you gotta spend an hour search for video i you have mm-hmm. told me one time that no, you were about. I remember you were about to masturbate, and you said you had to find the right video, and you were scrolling. I would okay. tell you it was scrolling for a very long time. Okay. And me not watching porn, I don't. I don't know how long it takes you to scroll and find the perfect video. So, but okay. is that not red flagging? So. What you what you what you just what we just described a few seconds ago is, you do that all the time. That was one time. I don't sit. I but can't, I don't know what you do in your free time. But I'm not. But yeah, I'm not about to sit there for no hour all the time looking for the right video. No. Okay. Yeah. We're talking okay. about bored. We're talking about like this is me. I have a wife, so I don't need to sit there and and go. Oh, let me just. Uh, no. I, if I'm very <laughs> if I'm motivated, I'm a be around you. I want to do this stuff with you. I don't want to sit up there and search for the right video for a whole hour every other day. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's idiotic. No, I mean, yeah. And then like, just with talking about how you said that, I think that one of the things about porn that can be really difficult is that how you said like gives you like unrealistic expectations as far as what to think about, what to expect during sex. Mm-hmm. So if I'm thinking about a child, like children, watching this and growing up watching porn you're thinking that oh and you've never had any sort of actual sexual experiences and then you now have sex with somebody let's say now you're what 18 you're you're having sex Mm. and you're expecting sex to be like what you saw on the the pornography website or video you were on how that can really just it said there was like marriage and family therapists that kind of said that it like distorts your reality because it creates those unrealistic expectations between actually having real sex partners that really can't deliver on what you saw in the video. So are they that's saying, not you can't deliver on that. Are they given the actual age, or they just you're saying eighteen? Or they are no, that's just my example. Oh no, but I I've actually like talked to people and I've actually like seen the research where it says you know eighteen nineteen you're every, like you and the woman or the or the sexual partner you and the man and man or the woman and woman or man and woman are trying what's on the porn site. So it's, you're still building the fact that this is, I'm watching this. I'm doing what I've seen on TV. I'm doing what I've seen on the website. It's not till you get like college years where you start to discover like, oh, you don't have to go hard. Like a lot of times black, it's always the black boys in the, in the black community. It's always the young black men. They see like these black men or these whatever do on the porn sites, they would like go crazy, stupid, hard, and rough. And it would be like just ramming their penis in the woman's vagina. So they think that that's a thing. So they're doing this 
yes. all the way to they're about 20 years old. In 2021, women are looking back like, yeah, I don't like that no more. That's not that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't want you smacking like now I have to go to the doctor because you're doing what you saw uh Mandingo 510 do on that website you watched last night. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, you're you're building unrealistic unrealistic expectations, but I feel like 18 like 18 and under that's when you're like just doing what they do. Once you hit that point of now I'm really an adult, I'm in college or I'm in the real life world, I am, you know, have a job and I'm doing all this and that. Black boys have to realize that women have realistic expectations. Like it's not just about pleasuring you no more. It's about pleasuring me and pleasuring both of us. So if I don't like that, I don't like that. There's stuff that on the porn websites I definitely tried to emulate and I had to find out I can't do that stuff. Like me physically, I can't do that. And then me with the expectations of the woman, like, 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 I guess, uh, receiving what I'm giving for, from what I watched, I had to realize that that can't be realistic either. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, cause I can, I can see how that would make having an actual intimate connection, like sexual connection with your partner very hard. If you've only known what you've seen on pornography and you start to expect that to be real. And then you start having sex with your actual partner in real life. And then when you realize that what you saw, you're thinking, you're literally thinking about what you saw in this video and you're trying to do it and not paying attention to the fact that maybe the other person isn't enjoying that, how that can create strife. And I feel like sometimes just as a woman, um, especially as a woman who who never, I just didn't really watch porn like that. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really wouldn't, I mean, I've only seen like the porn stuff that you like show me and stuff, but I can see as a woman how if you're with somebody and they're really ramming their penis into your vagina and you're at the point in age where like maybe this person the guy doesn't understand that lots of times women don't even, I don't want to say not enjoy that, but lots of times it's the, all the sensation nerve endings for a woman is inside the clitoris. So lots of times that has to be stimulated in order for a woman to truly like have an orgasm. So I can see how that'll be really hard for a woman who's sitting there having sex with this person to say, to say, you know, speak up, be like, actually, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy doing this. But the guy feeling like he's being let down because she's not able to deliver on what he ex- expected her to be. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting lots of pressure on somebody that they really, <laughs> like, I don't know, they're not a porn star. And lots of times those people, like they're acting, those people are acting. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not a deep, intimate like- interaction like how when me and you were together, I mean, we have like, there's no, there's no like trust or there's not like a bond between it. And so that's what you're seeing. You're trying to emulate that in your relationship. And that just doesn't make any sense. No, because yeah, I realize those people are taking breaks in between takes. They are, I've seen the behind the scenes, like even people that the, the actual, I've seen the document, the, the, what are they called? Documentaries? Yeah, I couldn't say the word. I don't know. <laughs> I've been tongue-tied all day. I've, I've been, I guess I'm tired. 
I've seen the documentaries of the, the actual porn stars behind the scenes where they talk about like uh, porn addiction for some people and this and that. And they try to like bring awareness to the fact that, yeah, it's fine to watch it. I love my job. But the thing is, you can't do what I do because what you see on the video going for two hours, I'm not doing that shit for two hours. After 35 minutes, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a water break. The woman's in there doing something in the bathroom. We come back, we get directions, and then we go back into another scene. So we're not just going two hours straight into like, straight porn like they, we're taking breaks in between so whenever you don't see a, whenever there's like like one guy like summed it up and he brought it so much he said have you ever wondered where like you see us in one position then the camera just like kind of switches to another position i know where we took a break in between that mm -hmm. like, because it's human it, it's it's possible to do all, all that long but we Try not to promote that because it's really humanly possible for every single person in this world to do that for two hours straight, thinking that this is just normal. It's not normal because after a while, it gets tiring. It does get boring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a lot of times I can't do the – I tried to emulate the upside-down uh, stuff and, and the twirl-around stuff. You know? Can't do that. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And I've tried. And I, once I became older, you know, be, uh, became an adult, like – Probably in my early twenties, like early to mid twenties, like probably like twenty two, twenty three. I started to realize I can't do that stuff. Yeah, that's humanly impossible. That's it's my body cannot do those things. Or the woman I'm I'm like with at the time, she does not like that stuff, or it's degrading to her and stuff like this. So I got to realize that I can't do certain things. Yeah. So it's weird. Well, I think that you personally have a lot of self awareness and have a leg up in that department by being aware that okay getting to the point in life well how old are you when you realize that you can't do that stuff i mean i i, I realized i couldn't do that when i was probably like 19 20 i just after like 18 once i got like 19 20 21 22 23 i still tried but i had that awareness that i'm gonna just give it a try and if it doesn't work out nope i'll switch it up but like 18, uh, not like no, nineteen twenty is when I did realize, yeah, I can't do what they're doing in those videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because but you also realize I didn't lose my virginity until I was eighteen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what. Yeah, I was that's what I'm saying. Eighteen, I was like, let's go, it's go time. And then nineteen, I was like, I can't do what they're doing. But nineteen to twenty two, I'm gonna still try. I'm gonna still just go for it because I knew. But I'm like, I've also haven't been in the world long enough. I haven't been in the sex world long enough to know that I can't do this even though I know I can't, so I'm gonna still try. Then once I hit like 22, 23, I was like, yeah, man, I just gotta find out what I like. Yeah. What I like is what I like. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so quick story time. Quick story. <laughs> story, story, So, <laughs> I don't know if you're like the story or not, but do you remember that one day whenever I came home early from work mm -hmm. and I, are you nervous? Why'd you say, uh? No, because I'm just like, uh, okay. Just ready. So I came home early from work and I opened the door. This is when we were in our Houston apartment. Mm -hmm. And you quickly, you look frightened like a deer in the Oh, life. yeah, I remember. And you, I think you kind of like threw your phone down. And I said, what? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I was scared. And then you, wait, stop. Hold on. I, I let got me say, you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. you <laughs> look like your mother just came into the house <laughs> and caught you red-handed 
doing the devil. Like I, oh I will never forget that day. And then and I said, what was wrong? And you sat there, you gave me a sad puppy dog look face and said, Oh, I was, uh, I was about to masturbate and I was watching porn. I said, okay, I did not sound like that, but go ahead. Bro, I did, you, I didn't sound like that. I okay. may, have, I may have had that little sad face, but I definitely, I was like, uh, Okay, yeah, that's yeah, how you said okay. it. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, bro. I but in my like little, eye, my brain, yeah. I heard this little sad little no. boy. It's like you shrunk. Well, because. And I said, wait, let me finish. Okay, go ahead. And I said, I said, oh, well, what were you watching? And I came and sat by you on the couch because I'm always thinking, oh, well, what does he like to watch? And did I say what you were watching? What was I watching? You don't remember what you were watching? I really don't. <laughs> I just remember because this day was so interesting because you it seemed like you felt like embarrassed about me. I'm gonna tell in. you why, but go ahead. What was I watching? Okay, you were watching wrestling. Oh and I said, What? This is so weird. Oh my it's, god. It's two girls wrestling. Oh my god. And whoever wins the wrestling match. Has so to put on a strap for <laughs> the other girl. And I said, "Oh, this is too much for me." <laughs> Duh. Oh so no, because you know how I know you don't know, but I'm gonna I'm talk to the listeners. So you know when you watch porn, you found the video, you like, yeah, it's, it's go time. But then like there are other videos under there, under the video you're trying to watch. So then you're looking like, oh, there's that one. Oh, there's that one. So you go in this little small wormhole, like a little quick wormhole, and you're like, oh, okay, there's that, there's that. So I was watching the video, and I wasn't doing it. I was like, I'm just doing this. It wasn't doing it for me. But then I like exited out because I was like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. I'm uh, um, losing my erection, whatever you want to say. And I scrolled down and saw it. So I was like, hmm, never seen this before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the wrestling. Oh, the rules are, hmm, ah, whoever loses. Oh, it's two women. They're wrestling. Ah. Oh, I like this a little bit. Yeah, I'm intrigued because at first I was actually into the wrestling, and I was like, "Okay, who won?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't know there was stuff like that. Oh, because I wanted to finish watching the video, but you made it seem like you didn't want me to finish watching it because I've talked to you about it. I never, you've never seen me actually watch and do anything. You've never seen me actually watch porn Mm -hmm. and do anything with it. So. First of all, you came home and you literally, but I didn't know you were coming home. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know she was here already. <laughs> Obviously. I, I didn't know you were there, so that's what scared me. I was like- So much for having my location. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you check my location more than I check your location. I, I never check your location. For some reason, I just don't be, I only check your location if you're out for a long time. I'm like, all right, where you at? Oh my <laughs> it's, gosh. It's been, it's been a couple, it's been like an hour or so, where you at? But no, like, I didn't know that you were coming home that early or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, oh, 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 God. Yeah. Ah, ah. So, okay, but, okay, I just think that what if you didn't have, or just, you know, people who have relationships where they're not as open as we are, and let's say that there's the the woman relationship or whoever's the person that doesn't really agree with the other person watching porn, if they walked in, they just weren't as cool as I was, It would how yeah. that would be... How that could, I could see how that could be very damaging to a relationship is what I'm saying. Because I will say that whenever I've listened 
whenever we you start having conversation with me about the fact that you watch porn, I was just like, okay, whatever. I for me, I, I think I'm very different because I just I think it doesn't bother me because I really don't get jealous about anything. So because well, I also I think you don't. You, you also kind of love the fact that I said it. Instead of yeah, just I mean, you're just you. honest. Like, yeah, it's not, it, it was just in an honest way. It's not like you're, like you said, sitting in the back corner behind my back and doing things. It's just the fact that you said, I know, and I trust you. So it's not, it's not a big deal. But I have heard podcasts or just like this one couple and they're, I would say they're, well, they are very religious, uh, yeah. Christian couple. And religious? Okay, but I'm saying that as far as the saints in the community, oh, yeah. they may disagree with this conversation very much so oh, yeah. and feel like, oh, well, it is a, a sin to Where the hairs come to the, come to the front of the congregation. Yes, literally, so we can lay hands on you type of thing. And that's really what their I'm conversation you, was. The me. girl was so upset that – I almost said the guy's name. Oh, my gosh. But she was so upset that her, she had caught her husband watching porn – Though it seemed like she already knew, but I guess it was something that she claimed that he really struggled with, and she saw him doing it again, and it would just create lots of strife in their marriage. Mm. And I was listening to it, and I was sitting there saying, like, I just, I don't know why I just can't relate to being that upset about it. I don't, like, I don't know why. I just, I, it's, it's hard for me to relate to that. It's a secretive thing behind it. That's another thing. Yeah, and, okay, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's why it's different. The fact that we're open and honest about it, so it's not... Me walking in, you say, me <laughs> catch you in the act. It's like, it doesn't, it didn't ring bells. Like, oh my God, what are you doing? Let's like, we can't be together. I'm leaving the house. <laughs> like it was, it was just like, no. okay, well, I'm going to put my stuff down. I'm going to come sit on the couch and see whatever she's uh, what watching. You watch? What you watching? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me see where it is and stuff. So yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, like you said, I think that it's better to just be open and honest. Yeah. Straight because I I love you and and the thing is when you said put your put myself in the shoes that if I was with another woman that's the thing our relationship started off with being open and honest with each other we like the like even when we were friends we were just open and honest like we told each other everything mm -hmm. so I knew that okay I can tell her this like anybody I've talked to they they've I've said oh I've watched porn but I don't make it like oh yeah I've watched porn yeah I'll go I'll watch porn. I've seen it here and there. It pops up on my Twitter. I I watch it whenever I'm like in the mood or I'm bored. Like so, I knew that there was a thing with you. I'm you're. I knew that I loved you so much, and I I knew that all right, this is a thing. So I'm gonna tell her I do this. It's but you know. Okay, this, what if it was a problem for me? If it was a problem, then we would. I would just not say nothing to you. <laughs> but so that, you would. But lie? that's the but the thing. But no 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 not lie. The thing is. The way this conversation is going and the way the people that are probably going to listen to this conversation probably going to be like, oh, it sounds like he watches porn every day. No. We're talking about it because it is a big thing with people that actually have addictions. Yeah. With me, I don't watch it every day. I don't sit here and say, I got to turn on porn. I got to look up yeah. the porn sites. It's just like a probably once every three weeks thing like, huh. But guys masturbate. That's the thing. Men, people in general, men and women masturbate. Masturbate even oh, if it's just daily. no, yeah, that's the thing. People masturbate just because people masturbate because they're in the mood. People masturbate because they heard a safe word. Because you, 
They I see heard that it's great. It's healthy to it's wake up in the morning and some aspects and release it relaxes you and you just go about your day. Yeah. So it does help you go to sleep. It does. And I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I and this is something I've really heard. I've heard from people that actually are gym rats. I heard that it's good to masturbate after you leave the gym. Mm-hmm. Because it helps because you're so sore and tight from like, you know, doing all the, the workouts and everything that when you masturbate, it just like releases all that tension from your entire body and relaxes you. So, yeah, yeah I mean, come on now. But that's the thing. Like the, the way this conversation is going, I want to let y'all know that I watch porn and I masturbate when I'm bored. So what? Yeah. If I now now we were having this conversation and I said I did it every day, then this podcast topic would probably be an intervention other than a podcast <laughs> talk. No, this is just me talking about how, yes, emulating what happens on porn websites is not great if that's not what you and your partner are into. Now if if you mm-hmm. if you feel like y'all want to emulate porn websites, is that that's your thing? Do that. Do your thing. Do what makes you happy. But I want you to know that as men, as black black men too, because literally I, I understand that we're talking about every man, but as black men, young black boys get that information where they hear the the the, the kids at school where they go, yeah, I've been with this many girls. I've done this and that. So the curiosity in your brain goes, let me go watch porn. Let me see what this person at my school was talking about. So you try to you watch and you try to emulate what happens in those things. It's you grow up thinking that it, that's what it is. Now you don't know how to, you know how to please a woman, but you don't know how to please her in a way of like intellectually, like having like actual like sex with her. You're just mm-hmm. banging it out. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. So there was a marriage and family counselor named Michael Taylor who said, Pornography is a poor substitute for the bonding version of sex. The vulnerability mm-hmm. is removed in pornography, making it too simplistic to produce security and bonding, which are significant pieces to the physical interaction of a couple. Mm-hmm. So with what you said, I I think that's a key point because you need the security and bonding factor of your relationship with the person to really especially as a, I think as a woman to really enjoy sex with someone. Mm -hmm. So if you're using pornography as a substitute for that, or as kind of like your blueprint, instead of actually having intimate conversations and actually connecting on uh, an intimate and deep level, having quality time with one another, it's never going to be the result that you see with the actors on these websites and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it's bad to enjoy it, you know? And I think that with our generation, especially that it's been a bigger thing. I mean, especially because it's just so accessible. Like I, when I found out you could watch porn on Twitter and just scroll, that blew my mind. Yeah, The fact that it's just on Twitter. Twitter is a whole, uh, but everyone has access to Twitter. Oh, right. We talked about this in plenty of our podcast episodes. We've said this before. Twitter is literally the next Pornhub. Like it's bad. Like not bad, but it's literally like like Tumblr. Tumblr was was horrible. I never had a Tumblr. Tumblr actually, I had a Tumblr and, Tumblr was actually disgusting. They used to put a lot of like weird stuff on there too. Like it got to the point where I was like, I'm not using Tumblr. And then I don't know where Tumblr like cleaned it all up and like you you can't you can't see none of that stuff. I'm like, oh wow, okay, cool. Yeah. But Twitter, oh Twitter is. Yeah, Twitter is graphic. Twitter just so and the fact that it's just so easily accessible now is very interesting to me too. 
Because it's funny because people used to have to pay. We didn't have to pay to buy like magazines or pay to buy, <laughs> pay for videos and different things in order to even see someone naked. Now you can just open your phone. And oh, just sit there. there. Oh, wow, look at that. Look at that. And there, motion, there it is. You know? So, I don't know. I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, just be open and honest with whoever you're with about mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. it's nothing wrong with it at all. It's just all about, at the end of the day, building trust with your person and being able to not keep secret or have lies and stuff because like you said i don't think i don't think the porn is the problem it's the it's the lies it's just the it. lies just the sneakiness the secretive uh like having to turn your back and do this and that it's it's all that it's as long as yeah. you just tell your partner or tell the person that you're with or your wife or your girlfriend your boyfriend whatever that you you do that is you know, if y'all have that relationship where y'all could tell each other all that, then yeah, say it. And even if you don't have a relationship where you can tell all that, say, hey, you know, if you are intimate, y'all talking, y'all just have like an, like, I think this conversation for us started when we were just like intimate with each other and we were just like joking around, mm -hmm. talking, loving, kissing on each other, but also like joking and, and laughing and saying like personal things to each other. We both were saying personal stuff and I said, yeah, sometimes I watch porn and mm -hmm. you didn't find it like a, like a, a horrible thing. You didn't find it bad. You're... Your first mindset didn't go, ew, he's disgusting. Your mindset went, I, well, I don't know what your mindset was, but it, the way your facial expression went, looked, it was like, huh, he told me. Yeah. Okay. I remember my mindset was just, my mindset went to, oh, maybe I should see if I should watch porn. Yeah. Because I, I remember I, I said I was going to show you sometime. Yeah. And I said, I'm actually not interested in watching this. Well, it's like just this. like, I was just like, okay, that's cool. So. But okay, really but like what this. counts? I would say what counts as pornography? Because couldn't you consider HBO Insecure as pornography? Whew. Jesus, does it have to be the fact? Because that, the way the acting has evolved. Yes. So isn't are we all always watching pornography <laughs> now? That's Even like Euphoria. Ah, oh, that's a subject. I, Euphoria I just, is I, very, very. I mean, it shows everything. <laughs> so I want. I I really want to say yes. And say I that think yes. it is, but I I can't I can't because I don't I don't want to say it and then give people that vague thought and then they go up there and and now they come back to this and say well Gregory Harris and Megan Francisco Harris said that uh, HBO uh, insecure is porn and I'm like oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that I wasn't trying like, to say it. But, but yes I get what you're saying because because the way the acting has evolved you show everything now yes there was a very extensive scene of Lawrence. For at the beginning of the episode, probably about a minute or two to two minutes of him two minutes. going, yes, from each person and girl. Like it was, I would count that as the fact that we all just sat there and watched porn. It was fine. That's true. And then I know you don't watch Euphoria, but Euphoria has some intense scenes that last for a very long time. And I just sit there and said, okay, this is literally just they're just showing us the world. Well, what do you think that, what do you think we, us people think that uh, don't watch Power? Power. Oh, is, yeah, that too. Power yes. is definitely, like, that's every episode. Sorry, the stars at HBO's, that's been their route to like, get and it out. You know out. what? We're going to bring our people in by putting sex in there. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It so, is. So, I don't know. So, it's just, I think that we just need to decrease the stigma around what it used to be as a, oh, my God. Well, because just <laughs> the, the mindset that I've had of being comfortable and being fine and saying that I don't have a problem and the fact that I, I know what a problem, what a porn addiction is, and I know what a healthy 
uh, sexual appetite is. I feel like the world is getting from under that shell of saying porn is so bad to now it's going, huh? Because think about it. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to shame the people that have these things, but think about it. we have the the people that have their OnlyFans and people that have seller Snapchats and they sell this, that they sell that. People do these things and we accept them for it now. Mm-hmm. We we don't. Yeah, there's there's still that those people that that be like no 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 no. But I have I know people personal people that have OnlyFans that I've I've grown up with or I've uh, went to school with have OnlyFans mm-hmm. and. I don't find it. I, you, I I'd be like, you disgust me. But it'd be a, in a friendship way. But in an outside way, I'd be like, oh, be your thing, bro. Make no, some money. Sure. I'm trying to get one. Make some money. Don't play with me. <laughs> you can be the producer. Nah, fam. <laughs> can't nobody can't nobody see none of that. But, me. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so, nah. so I mean, I think you know, at the end of the day, it's. It's always good to talk about it, and that's what we're always here for, to talk through it. Yes, as long as it's healthy. healthy. If it is unhealthy, then I definitely suggest seeking some counseling Mm -hmm. and therapy because you never want to be in an unhealthy situation where you're feeling addicted to not, let alone not just porn, but anything in life because you should be able to function and go throughout your daily life in a manner that's exciting to you and making your life purposeful and fulfilling so if it's if it i'm gonna just tell all my people out there that watch porn and don't know if they have an addiction or not if you can't talk to your partner about it if you're constantly hiding your phone you probably cheat too <laughs> you constantly <laughs> hide your phone if you if your constant browser history is deleted all the time if you have to go hide in the corner or you have to wait if you personally have to like um Oh, if you have to pull out your your credit card to mm-hmm. buy porn or anything like that, and you and you're hiding it from your partner, you do have an addiction, and there is a problem. And you know, I would exceed, you know, I would go out there and seek help. But if you're talking to your partner, if you're telling them this, if you're showing them this is what I watch, this is what I do, if you're in the sexual act and they they want to know, oh, if you watch porn, you know, show me, mm-hmm. you know, like I did, like Megan did, and I showed her some stuff. If you want to, if you're like that, you know, if you're doing this, if you're both looking at each other like, let's spice it up. Let's both buy a DVD. Let's both buy this and that. If you do those things, then you know that's healthy. You know, you, your partner knows. You've given them the consent that you've you told them, and they accept you for it, and you accept them for how they feel about it, and, you know, that's healthy. Just like I bought a porn on Megan hasn't watched it yet. Because <laughs> I don't watch porn. I know. So. <laughs> he really bought that I, DVD for himself. No, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen it yet. I know. Yeah. I want, no, I really wanted to watch it with you. It's... I wanted to. I wanted uh, to be romantic. Will just laugh. It, I know, not a romantic as in we watch it together. Be romantic. I want to. I wanted. To, I want you to watch a video with me and be like, "What do you think?" Well, stay tuned for that. So, <laughs> all right, oh guys. Well, that is all we have for today. So, as always, thank you so much for getting your life together with us. You can always find me on IG at Megan Jeanette. You can find me on IG at Gregory.K. Uh, Gregory.K underscore. <laughs> and please be sure you're following at Get It Together on Twitter, yeah, yeah. Instagram, yeah, yeah. and YouTube, where you can always see our smiling faces and learn how to connect our voices with our faces. Yep. And this week probably won't be a video. We don't know just yet because the cameras. 
camera went off on us, but it's all right, guys, because we know that y'all are listening on the way to work. Yeah, and do us a favor and share this episode with a friend, repost it, and uh, really help us grow our community because we're trying to do great things along with you all, and we we love y'all so much. We live in a new city. We need money. All right. I'm good. All right, guys. All right, good. (laughs) And on that note, see you next week. Bye. All right, now.